0: Boom, and we are back for another episode of AlphaCast. My name's Mike Winner, and I'm here as always with Dr. Bear Paul Lando up here on the Smith River in the beautiful state of Jefferson on the border of California and Oregon, right on the other side of uh, the Redwoods, where movies like E.T. and uh, Return of the Jedi have been shot. Beautiful place. We're, We're so grateful to be here. And uh, for those that are new to the show, we're getting a lot of new listeners. Uh, we are an off-grid farm and co-op here on the Smith River, and you can find out more about us on our website at alphavedic.com. Today we have a really exciting guest. This is a, a, a big one for Dr. Lando and I. Ole Damogard, international speaker and researcher, uh, truth seeker, codebreaker, and peacemaker, Ole Damogard, awarded the Prague Peace Prize and adopted by the Apache Nation, is an author, international speaker, former journalist, musician, with two solo albums, a composer, uh, TV and short film, uh, artist, inventor, investigator, who has dedicated the last 35 years to researching many of the global conspiracies. Millions of viewers and listeners around the world have taken part of his interviews and presentations His main focus has been to find out the truth about the assassinations of JFK, the Swedish Prime Minister, Olaf Palme, Robert Kennedy, Martin Luther King, John Lennon, and Lady Di, plus the hundreds of alleged alleged mass shootings and terror attacks such as 9-11, Norway, Oklahoma City, and many, many more. He is an international Raj Yoga teacher and the author of four books, including what has been named a masterpiece, Coupe de in slow motion, part one and two, which actually you can find on the alphabetic book list. If you go to alphabetic.com forward slash book list, um, please support Ole and us by purchasing those books. And uh, he's received many awards for his airbrush artwork and custom car creation. A true Renaissance man. Uh, in addition, as a young man, he was quite an adventurer who after having traveled alone on an old bicycle through Europe, Helped to smuggle out some some friends from war torn Iran, 1984. Beautifully described in the true story, Shadow of Tears. Wow, now that is an intro. I was so blessed to have you here today, Ole.
1: Thank you, Mike. Thank you. I'm blushing here.
2: Holy, uh, so wonderful to have you here. Thank you for making the time. I know you're super busy and uh, for you to join us is really an honor. Uh, you know, I know you've been around the block with the uh, conspiracy world, uh, we'll call it, uh, you know, conspiracy facts, I would like to think of it instead of conspiracy theories. Um, you know, you've been around the block with this stuff at least several times. Uh, I uh, really relate to you because I I know you've been through the wars. You've been at it a lot of years. You know, my journey started in 1975, uh, when I was in, uh, you know, my beginnings of uh, a medical career and my studies just weren't adding up to me and making sense what I was learning in a conventional system. And I was supposedly learning from a good medical school and everything. And uh, when I got out in practice, things really didn't add up because it didn't make sense that uh, I didn't understand how to make people well, and so, <laughs> and and then the you know the track record that I saw my colleagues uh, you know that were seasoned out in practice uh, you know weren't faring very well either. In fact, it was abysmal. So I went and retooled at different schools and naturopathic college and and so on and. And, uh, that's not important, but I started doing things different and, you know, as a result got much different, um, results. And, uh, the other thing is I found very quickly that I had to practice in a private setting because if I did what I was doing and getting results, uh, the powers that be didn't take too kindly to that. And I've, uh, actually watched friends uh, and colleagues um, lose their lives for doing the same thing, uh, you know, which we call suicides. And, uh, you know, the most recent one uh, of a doctor that I worked with and and knew very well, um, they didn't even make any efforts to make it look like a suicide. So that's the world we live in. Now I come about the truth just by practical experience with my occupation. Um, and I reach a very few amount of people, just one on one. You know, I'm retired now, but in my practice years, I saw a lot of people. But it's still one on one, and you, I really couldn't talk publicly too much about what I knew because people would just write you off as a quack. Now, uh, you're a, you've done brilliant research uh, as a journalist uh, and an investigator, and your audiences, uh, you know, far exceed what I was ever ever able to. Um, Uh, you know, reach in my practice here. So I am so grateful for your work and people like yourself that not only uh, risk, you know, take great risk and stick your necks out, but you're actually getting the message out that some of us, um, you know, that have have worked differently, weren't able to to do. And, uh, you know, necessarily because we had to live another day to do what we do to help people out. So on this show, we've talked a lot about CB-19 and all the the current events. Now, also in my practice, I learned that, um, you know, how microbiology really works, because that was my specialty, a biological specialist. And, uh, you know, when I first, uh, you know, when all this news started coming out about the epidemic, uh, you know... uh, we just automatically knew it was a hoax because we know the truth about viruses and, and all sorts of things. And again, your work is actually getting the dialogue out in the mainstream. Now I know you're a multidimensional man and not just an investigative researcher. Uh, you, uh, you know, I've watched some of your things. I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. And uh, you really uh, acknowledge, you know, that this is a spiritual uh, Situation and uh, so i I would love for you to share with our audience all that you know. you know I saw one of your um, uh, more recent videos. I think it said the most uh, important video i 'll ever do and there are things that I knew, but your research that uncovers the smoking guns is absolutely mind blowing and if anybody could just Listen to that, it would leave no doubt in anybody's minds what's really going on. So, I know our audience would love to hear about some of that. I'd also, if you're at all on the mood, like to go to what I believe is the real game that's going on, which is on the spiritual level. And I know in our personal lives, we know that outer events are, you know, forcing any part of ourselves that's in procrastination to get really centered. And Really make that final connection with spirit because I believe there are no political solutions And there's no medical solutions. The only solution is for everybody to make that connection and uh, Because that's where we're being attacked on the spiritual level So uh, I've talked enough and uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on any You know on any of that and just take it wherever you'd like to go and
1: thank you again for being with us um, Thank you for having me <coughs> I think uh, over the years, I've come to see that what I've been involved in or what I'm trying to learn about, I call conspirituality, because it's almost like it's two sides of the same coin. You got spirituality, you got the battle between good and evil, and then down on a street level, you have the symptoms of what is going on on a bigger scale, just like the symptoms of a disease can be sneezing but the real sickness is inside the body so it's they're connected and this is what I feel that in one way I'm very tired of digging into alleged mass shootings or alleged terror attacks because for me the thing that I want to focus on is peace you know they, I just want peace for all of us I want I want the world as the paradise I believe it was supposed to be before somebody took that apple you know, and got into the, the whole desire-ego-driven world. Because I think that we've, I must say, I think we're very, very close to getting to that point. Uh, we are at an unprecedented times. We've never been in this beautiful situation before where we actually have the possibility within a very near future, I'm talking about weeks, I hope, where we will transcend this uh, tiny bump in the world called the New World Order that is there, it has inflated itself to look like this massive dragon, but actually if you pull the curtain just like Dorothy did, it's a tiny little scrumpy old man with a big microphone and a massive amplifier. That's all it is. So what I'm trying to do is show and explain about the very few weapons they have against us, the different tactics they're using against us, because these are old Roman tactics that have been Uh, just upgraded over the years, but they're they're very few and they're identical to what the Romans used. And so, and also to pull the curtain and just say, listen, there is no need to be afraid. There's no, this is what we're up against. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It might look dangerous, but it's like a fart in the wind. It smells awful, but it's not nothing. There's no substance to it. And when you look at the so-called elite or i don't know what to call them i got a lot of words that is not so flattering that are they say that they're at the top of the pyramid i would say the only problem or the difference is that the pyramid is pointing straight downwards so we're looking at the absolute low of the lowest of the low these individuals are at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom most of them absolute psychopaths and there without, they were born without the ability to feel empathy or feel any concern about other people. So you can't blame them. And indirectly on a spiritual level, I think we almost have to, to thank them. The bigger the assholes, the bigger the teacher <laughs> they are. And also these individuals take on a lot of bad karma on them to teach us I'm talking about a spiritual level here on the street level. There's no way I will accept what they're doing. I mean, I cannot tolerate any kind of harm or rape or plunder of innocent people. I will do everything I can to stop that. But on a higher level, it's a different ball game. And indirectly, I call them black angels that they're there supporting us in a very brutal way uh, in waking up because apparently, they tried for a long time to say, hello, hello, it's wakey wakey time, and nobody or very few people are reacting. So now we had a sledgehammer time, you know, like, okay, if you didn't wake up from the last one, well, taste this one smack right in the face. And now people are sort of like, whoa, hang on a second, this is very strange. And I would say, yes, it only took like 40 years or 45 like yours for the message to go through. And here we are, gently waiting for you to join us because this is a mandatory course. I think we all have to go through it. And so the sooner and the more of us that come to this understanding, then the easier this transition will go.
2: Absolutely. Uh, I watched uh, one of your videos uh, the other night. It was uh, a sofa talk, I believe you called (laughs) that series. And it was wonderful. Uh, You were with your significant other. And you put a little teaser out there about some things happening possibly even within the the, the next few weeks. Um, I, I believe you alluded to that. And, uh, you know, uh, we're aware of some things, very positive things going behind the scenes too. Uh, is there anything that you can uh, elaborate on that or care to elaborate on that?
1: You know, all, over all of these years, I've, I've got... I've, Created or it has been given to me this incredible. I've got an incredible network of Sources around the world that are sending me stuff uh, Also from the inside of different agencies and stuff. So so Normally, I have a pretty good understanding what's going down even though the world might think that oh, boo this is going on I know from the inside. No, sorry. It's that it's going this direction. It's a diversion or whatever here I just get confusion from Anyone, everyone is confused. No one knows for sure what is happening. And uh, so I feel it's almost like we're at a crossroads between good and bad, lies and truth. And the the lies are becoming so obvious. I mean, there's no 50 shades of great anymore. It's like so not true or totally true. And it's the future is so dark. Oh, so wonderful. There's no in-between anymore, which I think is amazing, absolutely amazing. And also how these things can be seen, the exact same event can be seen from two totally different sides, all of these events, like the shutdown, the lockdown, which in one way is the new world order wet dream on steroids that we just bend over and locked ourselves in so that they can carry out the whole rollout of five... five, um, 5G and the whole AI crap, but at the same time, it's the world was going like in a racing car straight towards a a mountain, a, a rock wall. So, we needed to slow down, and and like it didn't matter how many of us were standing there. Hello, it's time to slow down. Nobody was listening, and boom, suddenly there was this global handbrake that was pulled. So, wonderful and horrible and fantastic and awful i mean it's like a mix of all of these things and you're asking me about the positive things because of course it would be fantastic and i am super optimistic that it's going to go very very well what i'm talking about and i'm not talking about q because i'm i have not i've never ever listened to him because i find These type of sources, very dangerous because they might be totally fantastic, true. But the way that you hijack big groups of people are that you let a truth truth teller out there who starts delivering incredible information like WikiLeaks. Snowden is another one. Julius Assange. I trust them about 0% uh, these Oh, because when you start seeing the back up, the build up, the people in the background of these uh, organizations, you see it's totally controlled opposition. But what they do is they pump out this incredible information, totally true, 100 percent, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, have you heard that one?" And then when they start gathering the big masses around them, that's when it starts getting dangerous because then it's. Instead of 100%, it's 95% truth and 5% absolute lies. Then it's 80% truth, 20% lies. Then it's 70, 30, 50, 50. And after a while, the, the masses just keep following and swallowing whatever they're being told. And that is a danger that I, I'm like, I always need to be like, whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on. So nothing negative about Q, I just don't know.
0: It's like uh, uh, in- uh, Alex Jones too.
1: Uh, he's totally controlled as well in my world, 100%. I even spoken to him and I, I used to consider him like I, I thanked him. I even thanked mm-hmm. him for what he was doing. And then I started seeing what was actually going on. And once again, some of the information, absolutely mind blowing, absolutely fantastic. But then you see the agenda behind it and that's where it gets dangerous.
0: Well, he's Bill Hicks. So- <laughs> Sorry? I said, well, he's Bill Hicks, right?
1: Well, oh. I call him Alex Hicks. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, so it's, yeah, but this is the thing how they play us. Exactly. Like if you look, Alex Jones is a perfect example, came from absolutely nowhere. Boom, Bill Hicks dies. Boom, up comes Alex Jones. Same friend, same producer, same place, same look, same teeth, just a different voice that sounds like this. I can sound like that as well, but it's like it doesn't make it more true. So, what I'm being told is that there is a global reset being planned here. And the reset is uh, financially that uh, there will be a lockdown. It should start today. I have absolutely no idea idea if it's gonna go like that, but between the 2nd of July and 9th of July, there will be a shutdown of the internet for three to seven days. For the reason to shut down all illegal transactions uh, digitally carried out between so many different uh, of these what can i say the parts of the octopus in this uh, global mayhem order and um, when the whole system will be reset it would all debts that have been created out of thin air will be so called forgiven and the whole system will be backed up by gold i've had the new dollar bills uh, uh, bills uh, for some three, four, five months, uh, the design of them, everything. Yeah, I they look sh- incredible. Have you seen them?
0: Yeah, they're, they almost look, uh, they're very colorful, right?
1: Yeah. And they, they're yeah. Really-
0: yeah. Well, you, and so you're talking about a jubilee, you're talking about Nisara, Jisara, and this kind of stuff?
1: I'm talking about, I have no idea. I'm talking <laughs> about what I'm being told from different sources, and quite a few say the same. But the, the difficult thing is that these things that sounds really wonderful for us, can also be the New World Order, you know, a trap because it's exactly the same thing. It's just the intention behind it is totally different. It's the same with Bitcoin. Oh, the freedom of human mankind, or a one world digital currency, which is the New World Order agenda. So it's like, it's very, very hard to know. So I just keep super optimistic and try to be patient and then take one. One moment at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time, and do my utmost, and then let's see. So, because, so, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What, about, what about this
0: idea that the idea of two divergent realities? So, what we're seeing those right now playing out, but depending on your density, your whatever you want to call it, your spiritual uh, growth through your incarnations, you decide which path to take, and we're literally seeing that play out. And there's this whole idea that one day we wake up, and I don't really know how this works, where those that are vibrating on a certain level go on that path towards the reset and the sara, the, this new heaven on earth kind of idea, or at least this new next thousand years of free, uh, peace and freedom. While those who are the dark ones, the ones that aren't you know, incarnated with any kind of compassion that are really pushing for this more kind of uh, dense reality, they go on that path. Um, you know, bear and I have talked about this for God a decade now of this kind of thing happening And there's a lot of like a cult and a lot of like the mystery schools talk about this and stuff Um, you know, is that potentially a reality we're looking at?
1: You tell me but (laughs) it it feels that that might be what is going on because there's this There's separation families are being separated from the belief, you know and with masks, without masks, pro the virus, pro vaccines, there's like this diversion, just like in a civil war when you have to choose sides. And and what you're talking about, I find really interesting because uh, you know it's just like with chemtrails. I've I've been pointing out chemtrails for the last 10, 15 years, and even pilots have not been they have not been able to see them. It's like they they have not. Their eyes have not been able to see them, and I felt been feeling like either they're absolutely brain dead or controlled. I don't get it. It's up there. What it? And then I started seeing that some days I can see the planes, other days I can only see the the chemtrail lines. Uh, and so I've been feeling like is this some kind of new technology? Are they sort of like uh, uh, phantom planes? You know, with uh, I don't know. And and then I have started to come to it's a total theory on my part, but uh, that, you know, like with an old radio receiver, when you dial in through and you're going through the different frequencies to find a new radio station, it's, it's almost like if you're on this radio station, NBC 10, super 103.5, you know, and then you can hear that. But at the very same time, there are all of these other channels being played as well. And so for you to go to the next one, you had to raise the frequency or lower the frequency and then there would be some chaos and boom you hit the, nox, the next one and so i've been feeling like the days that i have not been able to see the planes i've been feeling a little bit low and the days when i've seen the planes i've been feeling quite balanced and the days when i don't see any chemtrails, i feel fantastic so i don't know if i'm dialing in between these frequencies if you know, I don't know. I, I don't you know, know. Are we living in a matrix? Are we living in a virtual reality or is it round or flat? Or I don't know. I don't know. Years,
2: uh, years ago, I um, did what you could call uh, an apprenticeship with a very old gentleman who is from a different culture. And in that culture, you could loosely call him a shaman. And, uh, he was from an old school, uh, culture where he was actually chosen at birth, uh, just recognized for certain reasons that that was his path. So he was taken under the wing of the elders that were engaged in that activity and trained. Uh, I got together with him when he was 95. I spent a solid year with him very intensely. And he was, that was the last year of his life. And he explained why him and I got together. That's uh, you know, a personal story. But what I learned from him is it's literally a matter of shifting your perception. And all of a sudden, entirely different realities appear. Now, I experienced that with my own self. Uh, When he first started helping me have experiences, he would do things that at the time were, you know, I was pretty young, um, that were actually disturbing because I couldn't explain with my logical mind how certain things were happening. But long story short, at the end of the uh, my association with them and all these many years since uh, practicing medicine and employing those insights into my work, uh, I realized really humans have the ability to exactly how you put it very eloquently is tune in you know to whatever station you know there's another uh, thing I remember when I was in university as an undergraduate I took a class in uh, cultural archaeology and uh, there's a story you uh, everybody's probably aware of where in South America there was a little Village and you know the spaniards the ships were first appearing over the horizon and nobody could see them Because nobody had a reference point of what a ship was nobody had ever seen one But after staring out over the horizon for uh, a long time because they were parked out there in a certain place uh, the shaman of the village finally saw them because, of course, he was trained to perceive in bandwidth that the average person wasn't. That was his job. And then it took him a while of convincing. But then after a while, the whole village could say, oh, my God, what are those? So I think we're kind of experiencing something like that right now.
1: I think it's the same if you take LSD or if you different uh, like ayahuasca or bufo you get into a whole different reality where it's just as real It it feels just as real but is it is it your mind being on on some super drug or is it a different reality and especially with with lsd that i i tried it a few times once i wasn't even aware or somebody had popped a pill in my drink but uh, what i found was that when something starts becoming really scary or, or starts growing whoa, like this, the only thing you need to do is change your focus, move, move your eyes away from it. And so it calms down and something else starts growing, maybe a beautiful thing. And then the more you can start control your fear and your mind, the more beauty you can start becoming a part of creating. And so for me, over all of these years, I've been confused about the area that I've been, or this, this path I've been walking because I felt, am I part of creating this whole thing? Because in that case, this is absolutely not what I want to be part of creating. Or am I focusing on dissolving it? Do you know, And I think it's all a matter of what is the intention? Am I here to prove a point? Am I here to, to just... Uh, Polish my ego out of of the knowing or or saying stuff like this or being invited on shows like that. Or is my intention a different one. So I I think that when you're on this path, you have to have your mirror pretty close and check yourself out. uh, You know, uh, also your ego. Because when this is the downfall of many people, the ego. And this is also one of the things that disturbs me in the so-called truth community. There's so many big egos. Instead of us working together, trying to find out what the hell is going on? Because we, we are all needed. It's so big, so complicated. We all need it. But instead, there's all of this head banging. No, I'm right. You're wrong. No, it was mini nukes. No, it was direct and any weapon. No, it were playing no planes. And so instead of like with 9-11, instead of saying, well, listen, guys, the people that carried it up are still around and they're just as active now. So how about, let's say, let's agree to disagree we don't know what took them, took them down, these towers, but we do know what the consequences have been. So let's track down the key people in that, see what they're up to now, neutralize them in, in a nonviolent way, but neutralize them by exposing them. And then once we got them up against the wall, we can say, okay, please tell us, how did you justify these buildings? Because that technology could be of great use. But until then, it's a waste of life, all of this arguing and nagging each other and I don't know what. So, I think, yeah. Well,
2: it's a very delicate dance, isn't it? Because, you know, when you understand just basic spiritual law, whatever your attention is on is that is feeding your life creative energy to it. So those of us that are truth seekers, it's real tempting to just go down these rabbit holes and, and, and just start giving, you know, what you're discovering your energy so they can, you know, carry on and do business another day in the first place. And there's a lot of people I know that are, uh, you know, uh, brilliant truth seekers. They discover all these truths. They know all the intricacies and and that's great. I I love you know keeping informed. But after a while, I've got to take a little break and say you know no mosques, uh, uh, You know you know we need to balance this out. So it's again it's uh, I think what we're learning is mastery. It's about seeking the truth, revealing the truth. But what you do not want for your vision of the world, then for goodness sake, don't give it your life energy to perpetuate what you don't want to see in the world in the first place. And a lot of us in this movement, I think, unwittingly do that.
1: What I'm trying to do, I'm all about empowerment, you know, like boost people, boost them. If, if, I mean, I have so much knowledge in this head, I could get anyone super depressed within a very short time, including myself. And I mean, if anyone should be depressed, it should be me with with my knowledge. So I should be hanging from a rope somewhere in the wind. But I'm not because my intention is totally different. And that's when i when I go on tour, for instance, we have this RV we're driving around with, we call it the love mobile. And we go on a blind date tour. We come home to people and I talk about death and bombs and mass murder and all of that thing. And people are beaming when they leave. Otherwise, I failed, you know, but so far so good. And, and the thing is, it's like breaking the spell is more what I'm trying to do is gently say snap out of it. It's not real. There's nothing to be afraid of. That's the thing. And then I show the reason you don't have to be afraid of is because this is what you were told and this is the real truth. You know, has nothing. It's just bad theater that is being pumped through these black screens against towards us. And it's like a sewage opening, this black... Uh, smart tv i think that's a misspelling by the way it should be spelled e-v-i-l evil should all of the smart devices they're not smart for us our point of view absolutely not but against us so the the whole idea is to snap them out of it like boom you know so but not forcing it in any way or form because the thing is i'm i never try to convince anyone i'm not interested in debates i'm not interested in Lengthy discussions, absolutely not. I'm, I'm, I've devoted such a big part of my life trying to uncover these things, and now I'm so grateful because it's being welcomed. And so what I do is I try to deliver a solid a case in every single uh, event or topic, so that it's like being up against Mike Tyson. You know, up, boom, that's it. No discussion. The truth stands for itself. It feels no. Uh, criticism or attack, the truth just is, and I am so in love with truth because it 's just beautiful it 's so pure, clean it, it it takes no effort. you know the truth just is, but when you have a conspiracy and the bigger it gets it's like a big heap of dungeon, no not dungeon, dung or crap or whatever and the the bigger it gets, the more lies the more lies you need to cover up the lies. And then people start getting afraid and they become afraid of blowback and whistleblowers. And so they start killing each other. There's all this paranoia and still they need to push it forward. Like 9-11, for instance. I mean, can you imagine the tons at every single step to keep this lie living? And then you compare it to the truth. Just like a silver surfer that just stands there. So I just try to expose the truth And say, listen, folks, it's like a bad dream. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yet, we need to become fearless and dare to face the shadow. The thing is, the shadow is your shadow. But we need to face it. It's your fears. And they're only in your mind. So that's where they can get to you. So the way out is here to make peace with your mind, purify your mind, set the intention for the beautiful future you want. And let's get going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a pragmatic. Yeah, we, hey, hey, go ahead, Bear. I just have a pragmatic example. No, you of that. You,
1: you go ahead. Oh, real head quick. Back.
0: So um, a pragmatic example of, you know, facing your own shadow and just here in the States, um, uh, Santa Cruz, uh, the town, you know, the famous beach town. They just had to open their beaches uh, yesterday because um, the health minister or whatever, the you know head of health said people refuse to be governed by us anymore so we have to open up the beaches because people just refuse to listen and that's a great example of people just you know a community saying no we're not gonna put up with this nonsense and um and what happened the local the local government had to give in it just shows that if we come together you know and we face the shadow um real stuff can happen right away so that was just an example I heard yesterday that I found interesting. Go ahead, Bear. Yeah,
2: I I I was going to go to the same place Mike just went, and okay. uh, you know, in the fact that people are waking up, and um, <clears throat> of course, as you already said, Ole, that we're all making an inner choice right now of you know which direction we want to go, and the uh, whoever we want to call them, of course, they you try to use that against us by creating you know opposing forces and. Create the controversies and, and get us to take each other out and some people depending on their fear levels they they fall for it and what we notice in our own personal lives is that people some people are doing better than ever and we just have amazing conversations like this and then we meet other people actually that we know very well and even some family members that are just losing their cookies and uh you know so we just uh you know we we know okay we aren't even going to discuss it because we don't want to you know create that kind of adversity but of course that is what they prey on as divide and conquer and i think uh you know if people were actually educated as far as how the universe works as far as the electrical vectors that we as co-creators uh you know, have the potential to harness and consciously use that should be taught to every school kid. You know, we on our um, platform, we talk a lot about waveform mechanics and its relationship to consciousness. And it would describe every solution we have in our, in, you know, that we would seek for our individual lives, for medicine, for society at large. And and our feeling is that, boy, if we just understood you know, how things actually work and how we are all co-participants in that, then we'd be a little, not just conscious, but more responsible about every single thought that we think because the average person, you know, and, and I'll raise my hands, uh, you know, along with that is if we look at all the little petty judgments we have about each other and about everything all day long, that is actually hatred in a, you know, gradated form in some way so we just really have to clean up our acts and realize that no when you're having that judgment or opinion about somebody or about an ideology uh, you know it's just feeding that hatred so again it goes back to what I believe we're here for is that individual mastery to really become conscious and responsible about the use of our own faculties we're approaching it In a certain way, again, from the waveform mechanics, because a lot of people just automatically write off the things we talk about as woo-woo, but there's actually real science behind it that can be demonstrated. And uh, last thing I'll say is that same science uh, has no contradictions, it's completely congruous with what you can see in the natural order and it will disprove every so-called scientific theory that I was forced to regurgitate in, you know, in my schooling in order to get my diplomas.
1: The thing is also, how do you feel? I mean, if, you're, if your mind is all over the place, if you're totally driven by desires and fears, life is not good i i don't think it's a nice life so there's so many benefits from starting to purify your mind because the war is actually up here all of the filters is going through here so it's it's up how i mean how you perceive the world and how i perceive the world i have no idea if we look at the same thing you know i have no idea i don't know how other people think i don't know what they how they are i have no idea i'm guessing from the outside i'm looking from the inside out through these two and i interpret the world the only way that i can up until now but i'm i'm on this quest for finding out what is actually going on so with the government you were talking about this thing in santa cruz if it's true because we're play being played by from all different directions at the moment so they can say, oh, now we have to open the beaches. They've done that in Spain. Now they're saying, no, because that you have not followed all of the rules, now there's a second wave coming. So it's like, because that was the whole idea. But when you look at the word government, uh, as far as I am aware, it means governmente. That means control the mind, mind control. That is the meaning of the word government. And you got like in German and uh, Dutch and you, the Scandinavian languages as well. It, the name for government means rulers. And that is so not the way it should be. But we, and that's not what we're being told either. We're being told that they're there to serve us. We, but it's the exact opposite. We have let them come to positions where they are our rulers. And I say absolutely no way. And uh, I know a friend of mine was asked once if he votes. And he said, no, absolutely not. I do not support organized crime. And I just thought that was such a beautiful way of putting it. So I don't listen to politicians at all. I don't uh, wait for the government to do anything for me because I know that they're on the other side. They're on the other team. They're trying to control me. They're trying to push me down in the mud where I can be pants down bend over and just say I surrender that is what they're trying to do because they need our consent at all times they need our consent if they it, it's one I think it's one of the basic rules in the universe that evil needs our consent to be able to be carried out and so I just say absolutely no way I you get no consent on my part that is for true for sure the way I'm going to walk is the walk the way of love, compassion, forgiveness. And then, is it an easy road? Absolutely not. Is it a road that uh, sometimes ends up very violently? Absolutely. Many people have walked this one, they're not with us anymore. And I don't think that is okay. This is also why I've spent so many years really digging into uh, the assassinations of several of these in very, very, brave and beautiful individuals that have been standing up against these dark forces, well knowing that it could very well be an end game on their part. And so I just try to take one step at a time. And if anyone wants to listen, great. If anyone doesn't want to listen, great. Uh, At least I know that I have done what I have done. And the more I, I focus on purifying my mind and making peace with my thoughts, the happy in my life is also also making peace with my own death that is a big one yeah. and over the years i've been i've had friends murdered around me we we had to leave sweden very urgent or quickly some 20 years ago i live in spain since then and so i've seen this brutality very close up i also had death threats and stuff like that but it's it's given me the gift of having to face my fears for my goodbye, farewell to the next whatever it is. And once I came to that point where I can see and just say, I am fine. If I should die in 20 minutes, I would be fine with it. Because I am very pleased with what I've done here on earth. I'm very happy and grateful for the relationships I've had, the challenges I've had, all the adventures i had, the traumas I've had. I made peace with that. Because I, I know, I mean, I am, I'm really, I'm a boil in the butt for these dark forces. I'm very aware of that. And several of them would very much like me to not breathe anymore. So it's like, it could happen. And yet it could happen to anyone. You cross the street, boom, there's a truck, game over. And uh, so it, it's just a really good way to, if you can, make peace with that as well. Because that is, for most people, the greatest fear, except from, speaking in front of other people Uh, And if you're peaceful with these things, then you can live a much more rewarding life, I think Agreed. Agreed. Yeah,
2: and the fear of death is of course their biggest tool that they use against us and in my uh, practice over the years uh, I mostly saw people that came in with uh, so-called terminal illnesses and that was the overriding thing and of course from my perspective i could do my bioterrain medicine in order to help balance things out on the ground here but ultimately i understood that it's an inside job and what we're really doing is buying time for their body for the light bulbs to come on elsewhere so that they could then perceive from the causal level what put things in motion to create their predicament in the first place and uh the 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 most difficult part was not trying to cure a physical disease it was helping people deal with that uh just being comfortable with the fact that they are not a body it's not a death and of course a lot of people would ask questions like what's the worst thing that could happen here doc now I tried to maintain a good bedside manner, but internally I'm thinking, you know, well, you could die, Um, you know, but of course uh, that would push anybody over the edge. But I think we all have to get to that point of realization. What's the worst thing that could happen? Well, um, you know, when I uh, face that moment, uh, I'm going to run toward that tunnel because uh, you know, I think we have the ability to make the connection solid enough within the, the illusion here that uh, there really gets to a point where the the doubts are overridden by the you know the just the inner truth that you know is not visible proof, but when you live it and you know it, just like when you know when you're in love, you just know that no, there's much more to it. Um, you know, you made a comment before about these people seem to not have empathy. I, th- I think I understand that from a standpoint of physics. Uh, you know, in Chinese medicine, we talk about yin and yang, and you know, there's basically those, those two counteracting uh, forces, you know, creative forces in the universe that are supposed to be harmoniously balanced, you know, for, uh, you know, creation. And we have a choice. We can exist totally on that mental plane, as you call it. And, of course, the mental plane is, is an important part of the equation, and it's there to guide the, the actual mana, the energy that gives life to our creations in the first place. But I think certain groups of people for so many centuries have existed on that one side exclusively for so long that they've literally lost tether with the other side. And so in the process, they need us – Regular folks that haven't separated entirely because, you know, just like in the movie The Matrix, they need our energy because without us, they can't create what they're trying to do in the first place. So I believe that realization or that understanding in that we are creating our own demise. And all, we're, all that's happening here is we're being manipulated on that mental plane. And if we expect these people to feel sorry for us or, or, or back off a little bit because, um, uh, you know, they're suffering too much, it ain't going to happen. They're not going to stop. But the biggest secret in the world and, and people like you are talking about this and sharing this now is that we can turn off the spigot anytime we want and they're just going to disappear.
1: First of all, I want to thank you for what you've done, uh, helping these people. I mean, that is the ultimate challenge when you're about to transcend. And uh, I think it's it's very, very honorable that you have been there by their side trying to guide them. I would also say that peace is an inside job. Uh, you cannot get it from the outside. And the, the wars that are needed to be fought is also inside here. The beauty, I think, is that The only way these dark forces, whatever you want to call them, can control us is through fear. They they only got one weapon against us, and that is fear. And once again, the fantastic thing with fear is that it's not real. I mean, you can't sort of like, I'm going to go down the supermarket and buy two pounds of fear. Or is it square? Is it blue? Is it red? No. So where is it? Well, it, the way, my fear is inside my mind. Your fear is inside your head. I can't reach it. I can say burr and maybe activate it, but it's I can't share it anyway. So, and the the thing also, what is wonderful with fear is it's always connected with the future, something that has not yet happened. So yet again, it's a waste of time. It's we don't even know. We have no idea. Maybe in. In two minutes, there's going to be a meteorite crashing right down on my head. Boom. Could I foresee it? No. But can I go around being afraid of it? Yeah. But does it help any? No, not at all. It's an absolute waste of time. And when you look at fear, it's good with fear if you're going to cross the street or you have a very sharp knife in your hand that sort of like be careful you know don't put light you know fire to the wall or something like that that's good to be aware of. but what what happened is that we let it take over and just totally rule our lives and this is where these forces are just say yay baby let's go for it because we open that door and it's their door but they want something that is so different to what most of us want because i think that the majority of people want harmony friendship peace love uh, compassion um, inspiration creativity that's what most of us want yeah and then a little party and drink on a friday night boom but otherwise than that that's what we want but they want something totally different it's the same with a serial killer he his dream or or what really is like in his imagination the absolute dream come true would be chopping someone up. I mean, that doesn't even exist for most of us, but that's his dream. And so for me, sorry, not on here. So I will do everything I can to expose you from hurting other people. And if you want to chop someone up, chop yourself up, or if you want to depopulate the earth, feel free. There's a window there, jump, you know, but leave the rest of us alone. And, uh, but the consent is the thing also and the law of karma. Because what I think many are misunderstanding is they think the law of karma, which I believe is extremely important, and also mm-hmm. what these dark forces, I've been told by insiders, the law of karma, they're terrified of it because they have committed so many atrocities. And so they try to avoid it. They try to avoid it.
0: It's a massive, they're, much, really. They're, push, they're always pushing it forward and they're keeping us enslaved because they don't want to face the music.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, what, what had made me uh, be able to, at this point, I predicted 59 alleged mass shooting and terror attacks, and it stopped some of them up to two months on international radio, on up to two months before they actually happened. And the reason why I've been able to do that, I mean, it's come so far that my last name has become a verb, hashtag Damagarding, is to find these hidden clues. Because I was, I was contacted by an insider the fall of 2014 who said that I've been following you for some years, you're doing good, but you're missing out on the clues. I was like, what clues are you talking about? He said, the clues in the forensic evidence. I said, what? He said, they always leave clues about the upcoming attack in the forensic evidence. I say, why on earth would they do such a stupid thing? And that's where the law of karma came in, because he said, the way they interpret it, the people that are carrying it out or whoever is doing it, the way they interpret it is that if they show us even in subtle ways what they're up to and we do not react indirectly, give our consent, then the bad karma ends up on our shoulders, not theirs. And in, in addition... If they show us, even in subtle ways, we do not react and they manage to pull one of these operations off. it even gains good karma to them. That is why they're putting it out there. All of these things, you know, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. It is because of the law of karma, according to this guy. To start with, I I thought it was a lot of BS. I, I couldn't believe it was true. And then I started seeing, oh my God, it's actually true. And that's when... As soon as something happens, I look for the clues because it's very often in one photo or all of it is packed into one photo. Lots of sim- symbolism and leads and, mm-hmm. and diversion and red herrings and whatever in one photo. But that's also the one that will show you if you can find your way through the labyrinth what they're going to hit next time. So, But the of karma is not only what you do. I would say that to the listeners. It's not only what you do. It's also what you don't do. Your pacif- pacif- passivity uh, can cause so much pain. You sitting on your butt, not doing anything, can cause death to other people. It can allow rape and plunder of innocent people from you sitting on your butt with the remote, eating a slice of pizza, saying, "I ha- I don't have the effort. I can't." deal with it right now. I'm just gonna watch the X Factor or whatever, boom, 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 and get on with it. But it's what we don't do as well. And this is the time to for action as well. It's not only it's not enough just to like stuff on Facebook. We need to get off our and start also doing what is true and right.
0: Yeah, if anything, get off Facebook and get outside and get in your community. So we stress a lot. Wow, you know, that's such an amazing point. And that takes us back to the non-consent idea. And just by, as Dr. Lando explains with the electrical forces of our mind, like just by saying, I do not consent. And our friend, uh, Josh, who was on the show last month, who did the 5G summit, uh, Josh Del Sol, he has an amazing program where it'll allow you with a few clicks of a button to do not send non-consents to all your uh, officials. Uh, in the legislator and stuff, and it's just doing that's empowering. I did it for the 5G thing, and I felt super empowered after you take like a minute video, and uh, you know you say, "I do not consent to this," and this is why, and you're sending that electric those electrical forces out. And as you say, it's so important because they have to put out, you know, their little signs. And if we in the movies, in the media, all around us, it's completely around us. And if we just zombie like uh, consume that. And basically, are giving our consent, they'll just keep doing this forever, or until the world implodes, or whatever happens. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was an amazing point, and something um, I, that we all need to be aware of.
2: I think we're all going to maybe have to step up our game a bit too. And I, what Michael is saying is is right on. And and I love seeing that because people are, you know, acknowledging that issue, um, but we're still giving our energy away to our own demise in so many ways you know uh, many of us in in closed circles have been understanding their paperwork and how they do these fraudulent contracts and supposedly get your consent to take our money and to you know do all the things they do to us and uh, you know learning that game we countered it with paperwork we even had to go into uh you know into the belly of things and uh stick our necks out a bit and some people are, that I know are in jail to this day you know because of challenging the system like that but i think uh it's not going to work any longer when people just say oh it's april 15th uh got to do my 1040 and i understand about all that stuff but you know they'll come after me if I if I don't file the right form when they say or I don't have the proper registration or the permit. There's going to come a time where we have to stop all that nonsense because we are literally funding not just with our energy but with the money that we create with our energy to you know further uh, wars and these governments that aren't even our governments or private corporations and all the things I know you're aware of. So, um, it's, it's going to be a bit of a nail biter because folks are going to have to straighten up their spines and step up and say, eh, okay, uh, I'm either going to, you know, it's going to be my demise either way. Which way do I want to go, as they say, on my knees or, or standing up? Um, but I think we're in the throes of uh, what, what you gentlemen are talking about, too. I see a critical mass that we're just less than inches away from. Where uh, I fully expect, uh, you know, to wake up one day where it's going to be like all that we're talking about was like a dream and the shift will have happened. And even the people that seem resistant to the, the change or uh, afraid of new information are just going to understand it and act like they've been on board all along.
1: Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, they say that it goes through stages first. What is it? Criticism, ridicule, love. I don't know what it is. Attacking, attack, attack, attack. And then suddenly, boom. No, no, I've been saying that all the time. Well, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. But I don't care. You know, it will go there. But it's, it's up to us. There's... There's a beautiful, beautiful, uh, I've got it on my website, lightonconspiracies.com, because that is exactly what I try to do, put the light into the belly of the beast, into the darkest of the darkest corner, lightonconspiracies.com, plural. Anyway, uh, in there, there's a video called How a Movement is Created in Three Minutes, and and it's a beautiful example, I think. It's, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, it's from a rock concert. It's just somebody has been sitting filming really bad footage, but that doesn't matter. They're sitting on a slope, a grassy slope, and there's a band playing in the background. Everybody's sitting there having a nice time and, uh, Well, they're just minding their own business, digging the music. And then one guy stands up and starts dancing. He throws off his shirt. And this guy is not a dancer. I mean, Mm -hmm. he looks like a frog in a mixer. And he's just all over the place. But he's free. He's free. He's just doing it. And so people start laughing at him, pointing fingers and stuff. Then comes number two, yet another not a dancer type. I mean, it looks awful. But the key is that the person that stood up first, welcomed him as an equal, you know, it's not a matter of a leader and a follower, they're equal. And then the two of them are dancing there, people are laughing point, you know, then a third comes and this is where the movement starts. It's not the so-called leader. Everybody thinks the leaders are so important. It's the mass when it starts moving, you know, and so it's three, then it's four, then it's five, six, Seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirty, and suddenly within three minutes you see hundreds of people that were sitting there pointing, laughing. Suddenly they're really afraid of being left out. And the whole movement so within three minutes, the whole area is dancing. And what did it take? It took the one weirdo who managed to step up. I mean, if, if we look at it, when you look at the time, um, Baron and myself have been the people standing there maybe looking absolutely weird doing strange moves and stuff and then more and more have come and now I mean my god the difference has it's just Incredible, I feel like people are popping like popcorn all over the place, you know, and this whole thing of becoming awake I think that's really to speak down to other people. It's I would say it's a better wording would be to become aware of what's going on because I know for sure that there are so many different areas that I have absolutely no idea that I'm totally asleep about, uh, or and, well, I just don't know it. So I'm almost on an unlearning basis every day where I thought I knew and then I just come to a point where, oh my God, are you kidding me? Did, it, did they really get to me there as well? So I had to unlearn that as well and then strip myself from all of these uh, propagandas and then become freer and freer. And yet again, it's the letting go of fear. Had this guy, the first guy that stood up and started dancing, had he been in control of fear, he would have been sitting down longing to dance, but not daring. But he did. He dared and it had this incredible power around it. Life, I tell you, life rewards courage. That is it. Life rewards courage. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, I agree. And and also... How do you feel if you live like a coward? How do you feel if you live your truth and you stand up? Yes, it's shit scary. But how do you feel? You feel pretty good. You know, you feel proud of yourself. You you actually are standing up. You're, and you don't have to do any big movements. I'm not saying go out and scream in the streets and big with, you know, big signs. Have that ever made a difference? I don't think so. It's I've, I've been in one peace demonstration once. I mean, it was like being a lynch mob. Peace, peace, peace. Oh, I was yeah. like, holy crap, what's going on here? Where I would say instead of being against, be pro. Be pro peace and get, instead of against the war. Be pro blue sky instead of against chemtrails. And that is also where the intention becomes much more powerful and harder for these dark forces to, to stop.
0: Yeah. I always say life's an adventure. Yeah, I you think be mother challenging yourself at all times. Yeah.
2: Go ahead. I think mother Teresa said it best a long time ago when she was invited to an anti-war protest, she said, well, I can't do that. I can be, I can participate in a pro peace, uh, demonstration. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, it's gratifying for me. Like right now, I'm looking out my window. I've got a big work crew out there. We're doing a project. We've got some people in the trades and laborers and they've been here for a few days. And, uh, I went out there yesterday and they would all be completely comfortable in the conversation we're having right now. I didn't even initiate anything. They're just talking about world events, how it's all a bunch of BS. They see right through it. You know, they don't have our information uh, or resources that we've cultivated to get to the specifics, but they just know and it was so fun. I just went out there and, 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 you know, we had a, a great conversation and, and, you know, just regular folks salt of the earth and they're all talking the truth. And at that point you realize, you, you know, that's what, what was so um, overwhelmingly just gratifying to me yesterday is it's not a matter of what you think, you know, as far as factoids or, or whether you agree or disagree on certain little points, it's just, we're, all coming from the same place is that we're fellow travelers on the planet and we know something just ain't right and we aren't going to give it our life energy we will not comply
1: we will No, it's you it's i find it so beautiful now it's like it comes from all different directions you walk through i mean i was in a shop not a long ago and there were two old ladies saying, "Oh, have you seen the sky today? No chemtrails." I was like, they were like in their 80s, <laughs> and a few years ago that would have just been, "Whoa. It's it's just people are you no know, and I tell you when I look at the the other side, the dark forces or whatever you want to call them, they have been able to have to have this uh, invisible empire controlling everything where they have been able to do whatever they want, rob us, put us, do us, make us slaves, whatever, without us even understanding it. And now, suddenly, the spotlight has been aimed at them. And more and more of them are being identified, so we clearly see who they are. So I tell you, they are freaking out. I do not envy them at all, because what are they gonna do? What are they going to do? I would say millions of people are waking up on a daily basis. So how can you stop that? You cannot. And this is where we see all of this, these desperate deeds. You know, they're, they're trying the, the censorship. I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm being shut down right, left, and center for hate speech. I'd say, okay, I made somewhere between 500 and 1,000 interviews. But I that challenge anyone. If you find any interview where I've said anything aggressive or hateful, chop off my right arm. You won't be able to find it because I, that's not me. But that's how ridiculous it has become because they have no power. They can't. It's bullying and hate speech. These are the two things they shut me down for. Totally absurd. But it shows you the desperation. Also, when I go on tour, I am heavily under attack. I mean, with death threats and all kinds of stuff that just shows, oh, talk. And so do I go there and they're like stadiums full of people, you know, in the thousands? Absolutely not. We have small gatherings, 100, 150 people. Someone like myself should be a joke. I should be a joke. But the thing is, it's the truth. It's the truth that they fear. And it's, they're shaking, they're shaking so it's it's it's, falling apart from them
0: yeah you see bill and melinda gates cackling about the next wave recently in in australian press they're literally cackling about it it's almost like they're so out there now they're just fully unfolded in their true nature for everyone to see and um people are sharing that video everywhere it's like how can you be that oblivious to to the perception of what you're portraying. You know, you're literally laughing about uh, the second wave coming and giggling about it. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy.
1: (laughs) Or maybe they have been doing that all the time and we have not seen it because we've been so in our haze of fog, you know. But the thing is the fog is lifting now through through this type of information getting out there. It is like, it's just like, just like before dawn, the fog is slowly lifting, and suddenly you can see clearly boom, boom, boom there's a forest, there are trees, there's all of these beautiful flowers. But it took this heat, you know, to get the fog to lift and disappear. disappear. So yeah. it's uh, in yoga, Rad Yoga, they talk about the tapas, you know, you had to burn tapas, you had to burn uh, to purify yourself, you had to go through fire. It's not fun at all. But that's the way it's the same when you purify gold. You heat it, you heat it, you heat it and to burn out the impurities. And, uh, but it's the way forward.
2: And each of us are discovering that uh, our biological selves are nothing more than our personal alchemical lab. And, uh, you know, we're learning how to use this experience to do exactly what you're talking about. And it's ironic that as uh, you know, most of us have been so afraid of the powers that be to the point that we'll give them our money and comply no matter what. Uh, as as we say, as as you're observing, how desperate they're becoming. What we're really understanding now that their overriding motivation has been their own fear, and in fact, their fear is greater than all of us put together. So. Um, it it almost, I don't want to feel sorry for these guys, but it almost makes you want to feel empathetic that somebody, a soul is so tortured that their fear is so great. I mean, talk about a living hell that they have to create these scenarios where they say, well, let's just kill a few billion people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: hey, so uh, I got some questions. One of them that I know, People want me to ask, and we kind of talked about this on the pre-chat. Is um, uh, Joseph Gregory Hellett. and I know you're familiar, and it's become a big meme and trend. And it kind of relates cool. to what you were saying briefly yeah. about potentially the internet getting shut down. And it is interesting. I don't know if you noticed the Ethiopian uh, in Ethiopia, they shut down the internet. I think it was yes two days ago. So maybe that's a test to see. <laughs> I don't know. But um, what's your take on? Uh, the King John the Third. Our community is pretty aware of it. There's a lot of chatter like on our Telegram group about it. Um, and I, I watched a little bit on Jason Goodman. I kind of know your perspective, but maybe for our community, just because it is a hot topic and I've been asked to ask that. So I'm honoring that from our community. Um, if you wouldn't mind, Ole.
1: My, my perspective is that I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but But what I do know is that for one thing, I watched the first part of this documentary. I met the filmmakers,
2: uh, David,
1: and there's a lot of details that it's above me. I do not understand half of what he's talking about. But what I see is that there are things going on in the world while while this information is getting out there. There, it seems like there's a reaction where the royal German, sorry, English family. I mean, it's a German family are just running from for the hills they 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 just start disappearing and the seals yeah. are being taken off buckingham palace and and the guard has left and uh, they're just did you, you know see- like rats <laughs> just running <laughs> you see running. what
0: they said about the buckingham palace now with covid they're not going to be able to reopen it or go back for like 40, for a long long time that was announced yeah, one- in the news yesterday that was interesting
1: yeah once again so it it seems like he, there might be substance to what he's saying. And if so, that is really interesting because when you look at the Royal British family, German, uh, I mean, what th- the, the amount of wealth, <laughs> it's mind blowing around that family. I mean, we're looking at the whole British empire, Great Britain. Oh my God, all over the world the power they have, the wealth they have, the control they have, the way that they have been abusing people. I mean, for me, I just want this to stop and then mm-hmm. hand out what you've stolen and, and let's see. I mean, the you, you know, you have just the, the golden car, car, what is it, the carriage, the one that they use at big weddings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I heard a valuation of that because it's made of pure gold. That alone, if they sold that or melted that down, that could save like the whole... British economy like this (laughs) and so I think and and the the Brits that I think it's so funny it's almost like Monty Python you know the a lot of British don't like the Germans and then they have and they adore their royal family and then when you know that they come from Germany I just think it is such a joke I love it I love it I love it so
0: well, we're also told they're just symbolic, right? That it's that the have no more power. It's just like a symbolic thing now with the royal family. But we know that's not true.
1: Listen, I'm the wrong person to ask about this. I'm yeah. I'm yeah. starting to understand a little bit about what's going on. I sure don't know. But I would if it's okay with you, I would like to read you some lyrics I wrote in nineteen ninety four, I think. No, yes. seven. It was, it was right after, it was the first time I met David Icke. And at that time, uh, we were like a handful of people. I had no idea who he was. And it's like he says he couldn't even fill a, a phone booth at that time. <laughs> so it was the first time he was in Sweden. And I was called by the, the girl or the woman that uh, invited him to Sweden because there was no one in the audience. And she says, please, please come. There's this guy who's going to talk So I said, for her sake, I went there. And oh, my God. This man, I thought his name was Ike. I mean, he blew my mind off. And that has really helped me since then in many different ways. So anyway, I, I wrote this lyric. I also made a solo album that is called From Prison to Paradise as well. You can find it on Spotify. But it goes like this. <clears throat> I wrote it in 97 and I think it's very up to date still. Once upon a time in a place not far from here. There was so much loneliness, despair, and oh, so much fear. Darkness ruled all over the land. There were lightning in the sky, causing wars and separation with no one knowing why. These evil times raised leaders disguised as kind and true, hiding the truth in misty fog so only very few people knew. Controlled by an elite few, manipulating you and me, closing out the light and power that can make us all be free. Wake up, wake up, we gotta wake up, wake up wake up we gotta wake up now forced by invisible powers demanded to conform into shapes unknown to mankind making him totally abnormal drowned in debts and sorrows blaming others for their lot made man believe to be inferior feeling tiny like a dot but then and this is where we are now but then came times of change covering countries and their towns few became many and soon the prison walls came down starting with the men in the mirror staring right back into their eyes, understanding that this was a chance to stop those hideous lies. Unhappiness is merely an illusion of misery based on brainwash and a misconception of true reality. From now on, let's build bridges between our souls and hearts so we together can rejoice when the final change comes to a start. Wake up, wake up, we gotta wake up. Wake up, wake up, we gotta wake up now. Turning prison into paradise may seem too much to achieve, but believe me, it only takes one strong spirit to be free. The true power of a pyramid is never ever at the top. Instead, it's with the people that can make this global game stop. Did you get it? Wake up, wake up. We gotta wake up now. And I feel that this is exactly what we've been going through and uh, that we are at this fantastic point now Where the whole change is just unfolding in all different directions on so many different levels at the same time. Because what we are experiencing is a full spectrum war on all levels against us. Where the whole world is upside down. Where the things that we are told is good for us is bad. And where the people or the authorities that are there to protect us are doing the exact opposite. And then the ones that we're being told are horrible actually are the good ones. So I, I trust Hells Angels a hell of a lot more than a sleazebag politician and uh, with bodyguards and BMWs and flags behind them and stuff like that. Or assassins, I'm, I have friends that are former assassins with the morality that are in that world. They have very strong values and yes, they're killers. I take that, I respect that more the hell angels as well they say on the back of them we are angels from hell mm-hmm. you know we look scary we are scary some of us are criminals but most of us are like teddy bears on big motorbikes mm-hmm. then you have really dangerous individuals that are these people that stand up in nice suits press conferences. We will stand united in the face of terror. We will, all of this, they are the ones doing it to us. They are the ones doing it to us. And I think with politicians, they should be like, they should have, dem- we should demand that they had like a formula one driver where you could see all the sponsors on their clothes. So you could know, <laughs> okay, that guy sponsored by big pharma. He's sponsored by Monsanto and, uh, and the mob as well, but then I know, do you want to choose him? Absolutely not, it's an absolute waste of time. But then I know who he is instead of this deception that is being used all the time against us. I I want to say also, do you know, like when I, when I just, on my tours or in talks, I often try to show how these operations are carried out because it's, it's like, just like a recipe, a food recipe, the same ingredients you can mix them you can change them a little bit but it's basically the same and so i try to show people this is how they do it so the more and more of us can become aware and start predicting it and even be part of stopping it so what was i going to say about with that i totally lost the thread. but there you go
0: the, the the process of it well that's yeah. uh,
2: yeah, your writing is brilliant, and it uh, sounds like you were just a bit uh, ahead of the curve back then when you did write it. So uh, I love that. Uh, I'd love to share that. Is that on your uh, website? Some of those, some of that material.
1: Yeah, for sure. You got on the right-hand column if you scroll down. There's a player you can play it all there. But it's uh, it's easier on Spotify. Just search my name, and you'll see the album from prison to paradise and uh, beautiful. We'll, there is we'll one of them
0: we'll drop the link here in the in the show Excellent. notes um Excellent. one other one other question <laughs> um uh, jfk jr uh is uh, still alive or uh that's a tricky that, one
1: that is a really interesting one i tell you because uh, <clears throat> i i've i've seen more and more big assassinations that have turned out to be where people have been under death threat and the only way out is by dying, but they're actually not dying. They're staging their own death. So that the killers that were chasing them thinks that, okay, game over. Uh, let's go to the next one. But then behind the scenes, they're working there and, and this whole JFK, when you look at the accident, when you look at, I mean, I know exactly who placed the bomb in the plane. I know who was behind it. Hillary was totally behind uh, the, the attack on him. But the whole, when you see how the so-called accident unfolded, how the, it did, it was against all logic. They were looking in totally the wrong place. The, you know, everything was just delayed. His body was not found. Then it was found. Then there was a photo of him. Then there wasn't. Then he was dropped out at sea. Then there was all of these bizarre things, including, including, and I have no idea. Did I disappear? Are you still there?
0: Uh, we're still here and we're still recording. So um, that was strange. Okay. Are you? Are you? Okay. Yeah, we lost. We lost Dr. Lando for a second, but you're still here.
1: Anyway, so when it comes to JFK Jr., I've always thought that he died, and then, especially the last year, I've been informed by multiple sources that he's actually alive and apparently living on Malta, and that he has a bar there called Q. And that Ah. there are all these things in the background. Also, you know, on the cover of his uh, magazine, George, that he published uh, before he died. They say that the reason he picked the name George was because George was senior, was paymaster for Operation 40, which was major in the assassination of JFK, his father. And so on it, it says something like also, see you in 2020 or we'll be back 2020 or something like that. you know exactly referring to possibly now? Mm-hmm. And then, well, <laughs> I received, I, I received an encrypted email just a few days ago that I've had people look at that are very much pro that he should be alive. And they say that that encrypted email came from him. So, wow. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's. Um,
0: so maybe uh, the whole idea that um, we're going to have this re- financial reset, the internet's going to go down, Nasara, Jasara is going to kick in, um, Trump's going to end up stepping down, and JFK Jr. comes out of the sh- uh, into the light, and um, and I got go. one,
1: I got <laughs> one more for you. Okay, there are also sources saying that Diana did exactly the same, Lady Diana.
0: Wow, what about Kobe and, Bryant
1: too? No, Kobe, Kobe. Well, that that was a bizarre one. That cold case. I mean, that is a very bizarre. Do you know he was going to go to court just three days later, and uh, the the whole accident's absolute bizarre. What they call an accident. Uh, so, but uh, but
0: also the uh, the what's his name from, from the. the uh, um, Oh, gosh, I'd met him in Santa Barbara. He died in that car accident. He was about to go, oh, uh, about Haiti. and uh, Fast and um, Fury. Yeah, the Fast and Fury guy. Jeez, what is yeah. his name? I've literally talked to him before, right before that. Chris
1: Walker. Yeah, but that hit, that car was hit by a drone. Mm-hmm. It was not a crash into a tree. It was not a fire. It was hit by a drone. Same with Michael Hastings. He yep. was also hit by a, a drone. A drone hit in the middle of the night. Multiple uh, Michael Hastings with two hits. So I, I don't know. I know that, uh, for instance, uh, I'm friends with uh, CIA whistleblower, Chip Tatum, who is, uh, he used to work as the commander of George Bush Senior's private hit team, Pegasus, and it was part of carrying out 14 assassinations. And anyway, he was, he is an extremely good pilot. I mean, he was one of the pilots in the Iran-Contra scandal, flying big c130s in and out with weapons and drugs and but he can play he can fly anything and according to him he says that he has multiple times flown people from the states to canada where his job has been to fly the aircraft but he's been like looking over his shoulder thinking holy crap are you alive Do you know oh. like hello jim morrison hello elvis hello no but uh, he has never mentioned names but he said There are so many people that we think are dead that they're still around. And Uh,
0: uh, Paul Walker was the actor. Paul
1: Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah. Yeah. And and both of them. I mean, Michael Hastings had just declared war against Obama. Really, he was going for it. And then Paul Walker was uh, totally involved in that. He was going to be part of exposing. Uh, Pizza Gate and the, the whole shebang in Hollywood, including other stuff around the Clintons, and so that is a very good way of ending your life uh, prematurely. Yeah, it's, especially if you're up against the Clintons. I mean, you will end up in a body bag quicker than you can blink your eyes if you're naughty
0: yeah i don't know how much longer though it seems like the adrenochrome can only do so much as hillary can barely stand and bill looks like a walking zombie so
1: <laughs> oh, scary scary
0: i mean it's it all goes back to we're we're converging into this final change and it is really exciting to think that this jasar and the concept could be real and it relates to like even like um you know the ascended masters and saint germain and it just can it really gets out there but mm-hmm. It's in the end, my take, and I know uh, Bear too, and, and our, a lot of our friends. It's a fun ride. We gotta treat life as a fun ride, even when it seems like it can be really dark at times. It's it's important to step back and have perspective, and um, and just really like try to make the best of, as you were saying, on the spiritual side, and live in the moment, and really be heart centered, and um, you know, like you said, have no regrets. Like if if an asteroid was to hit right now. As long as I have no regrets, that's the way to live. Um, and seeking truth and seeking all that is just a very empowering way that you've chosen to go about doing that. And, and we honor you and, and we thank you for that. So, um,
1: I, th- I think to have no regrets, you also need to really clean up your act, to go through your life, see the things you've done, and, and make peace with them by, by looking up the people that you have been unfair towards. Maybe you have the things you should have said that you haven't said. Uh, you know, many times this is a matter of that you should have told people you love them and you care about them. Or if you've stolen something, give it back, even if it's thirty years later. Make make amends with it. Then you can start feel no remorse. You know, yeah. and uh, very wise. so I would, I would very much like to say that uh, thank you so much for inviting me um, to this program. And I think we are at extremely exciting times. There's this experiment that I love, you know, like they say, the highest uh, frequency in, in the universe is the frequency of love, it's even higher than the frequency of thought, and the lowest of the low is absolute fear and terror, and so if you in a laboratory take a high frequency and a low frequency and let them meet what happens is it's not that they start you know, struggling and fighting and end up sort of 50-50 in the middle in the gray zone. The lower one just gets a no, boom, it just disappears. And so I think you know, an individual like Jesus, if he existed, or if, it may, if maybe there were two, who knows? But anyway, the mindset of that individual, the mindset of that individual, somebody is messing with me,
0: yeah, we're getting messed um, with right now, but continually we're fine. Okay, we lost Dr. Lando again, but you're good.
1: The mindset, um, yeah. I think that the way I see Jesus is like he was one hell of a hacker. He cracked mm-hmm. the code of the universe of this matrix by finding out that whatever the problem is, meet it with a higher frequency. And while you're at it, why don't you use the highest one that will solve all problems? Meaning Meet it with love. Whatever the problem is, meet it with love. Yes. Easy? Absolutely not. Im- impossible? Absolutely not. You can do it, but this is not a game for wusses. It is a rough ride at times. I mean, they even uh, nailed him to a cross, you know, f- as a thank you. So this is what a lot of people have been going through, but it still doesn't make it less true. Brilliant. My website is lightonconspiracies.com. If anyone would like to... As an exchange of energy, support me. The donation buttons, newsletter, membership area. I got uh, uh, several books on Amazon and so on. Yes. But, um, uh, I
0: know you got to go. So, uh, the, your, uh, your Patreon is patreon.com light on conspiracies, please support all uh, and like I said, we, we have your books on our book list. So it's a way to kind of support uh, all of us here. So you go to alpha com forward slash book list. You can find uh, all books on there. Hey, we thank you so much. We know you got to get going all so, um, we appreciate okay. you and, uh, this will be uh, as a podcast everywhere. So I'll, I'll send you a link and stuff. So. Um, Thanks so much. Go ahead.
1: I I would so like to finish with a prayer. Yes. I'm not religious because I think religion is so often used as a control mechanism, but spirituality is a totally different ballgame. There is this uh, prayer that I really love, and it goes like this. May the entire universe be filled with peace and joy, love, and light. That is the entire universe be filled with peace and joy, love, and light. May everyone and especially the ones who hurt us be filled with peace and joy, love and light. Especially the ones who hurt us be filled with peace and joy, love and light. May the light of truth overcome all darkness. So victory to that light.
0: Brilliant. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. I mean, speaking of Christ consciousness, that's it right there, personified. So love love thy enemy and thy neighbor. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ali. Appreciate no, you. And uh, we'll be in touch and um, just keep doing what you're doing. We, we love watching your journey and uh, you're just doing an amazing service for humanity and the universe. We appreciate you.
1: That's so kind <laughs> of you. I said, now I blush again. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: hey, uh, enjoy the rest of you. I know it's uh, late, uh, so enjoy your evening and um, yeah, and uh, we'll make sure to share your, all your links and everything for the show on the show notes. Fantastic. Okay. Thanks, sir. Let Cheers. go of fear. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. I uh, appreciate um, you, uh, f- uh, listening to us today, everybody, in D Live. Thank you for all the donations and everything. Um, y- you can catch this podcast on anywhere podcasts are. It'll be on YouTube at 5 p.m. on our YouTube channel, uh, PST, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you can go to alphavedic.com to uh, find all the information and join us on Telegram, t.me forward slash alphavedic. Thanks so much guys and have a beautiful day. Get outside there, get outside, grow something, get your hands in the dirt, go for a hike, get out in nature. It's the greatest cure for all. Cheers.